Hey, hey, hey. I am Bazak. Okay, that was corny. I'm not deleting it though. Um, hey y'all, it's Nikia. Thank you so much for tuning in to the More Than a Mommy podcast. I am having so much fun lately recording these episodes and really it's because I get excited when the Lord drops something in my spirit like I have to share it so this is so fun sharing it and then getting your feedback and one thing that I have learned is that when I get a word from the Lord it's not just for me so if I hold it into myself or I mean you know to my own brain and I hold it in with my my own heart and I harbor it I'm actually hoarding a blessing that was meant to go out to the masses so I didn't mean to jump in that quickly we haven't even been a minute in um how you doing (laughs) okay uh how you been no seriously um I feel like I should make a shirt that says no comma seriously period because that is my like favorite thing to say because I'm a goofball and then I'm serious it's crazy right I should be a Gemini but Virgo life forever um obviously I have had my coffee I'm actually on my second dose so that's where all the energy is but I wanted to it's coming from but I wanted to tell you something I always like to listen to the episode after um I record it or after I publish it and really I like to listen to it while I present it to my husband because I have coined him my husbander so he has to proof everything um before you all hear it and see it and things not really everything but I just pretend like it um but anyway (laughs) um I was listening to the last one and I want you guys to know when I sound like I'm talking really quietly, it's not because my energy is low. It's literally because I have a two and a half year old and I am probably in the closet or in the room somewhere hiding from her so that I can record these podcasts. Are there any other parents who understand what I'm talking about? Like right now, I hope she is asleep, but I can't get too loud and turned up like I would like to because we need to keep her in that sleep ministry. Amen. Okay, so I just wanted to clear that up. My energy is not low when I'm talking to you. Wow, wow, wow. I wish you could see my face right now. Um, because you can't make this stuff up. So clearly, um, my daughter was watching Akili on my laptop and the window was still open. And here we are. I, I just, a moment of silence for all the parents who are out here just trying to thrive and pretend like they're still fly. Moment of silence for us. Okay, now let's get back to it. Um, Anyway, I think that one piece of feedback that my husband gave to me last time, he said, Nakia, you sound like a preacher because you keep saying I won't be before you long and before you go. And I realized that clearly, yes, I grew up in the church. So this is what happens when you grow up with preachers. Um, However, I really mean this today. I don't want to go longer than 10 minutes because I just have a quick little dropling that I want to share with you. I know I keep talking about difficult seasons and I 
obviously know that there are many of us who probably are traversing through difficult waters right now. And um, in my own current like situation, one thing that I really wanted to be intentional about is praising God, giving God the glory, finding whatever revelation needed to be found, um, and making sure to basically continue to share how good God is and share my testimony even before the testimony is finished. And because of that, I am like, you know, super wired to making sure I can pay attention to everything that life is giving me. And I was just thinking earlier, talking to the Lord in prayer, and I was just telling him, you know, I talk to God like he is my natural father. I tell him things that he already knows. However, it makes me feel good like I'm telling him new information. Hey, it's fine. I'm sure he is humored and tickled. But, you know, I was just telling our father that when we truly submit and surrender even our difficulties to him, because I was telling him like this last season, I was like, God, I ain't going to lie. You know, I literally said that verbatim. That is for the people out here who be like, I don't know how to pray. Listen, if you know how to talk, you know how to pray. You just talk to the Lord, okay? He loves when we come to him. He can speak all languages, okay? Talk how you talk, but just talk to him. Spend time with him. So, you know, back to our conversation. I said, God, I ain't going to lie. Like that last thing. That was a blow. That really hit me. And like I picture myself in the spiritual realm, like my spiritual body. I pictured myself really like taking a gut punch and falling to the ground. But God, and I don't mean that as a cliche because there is literally no way that I could even be talking to you with this much pep in my step. Like, I'll, you know, give you a snippet. I am currently still in recovery from surgery that I had not even two weeks ago. And we're not going to get into that because, baby, when we come out the gate swinging with this testimony, I need to be in a place where I can get very loud. Okay, so don't get me excited right now. But I just want you to know the real of this because there's somebody who needs to know that you can still praise even when it hurts, literally. Okay, you might have to take a painkiller, but you can still worship after that painkiller kicks in. And don't don't get too crazy before the Tylenol works. You can still say, God, it hurts, but I love you. God, it hurts, but I'm alive. God, it hurts, but I can still praise you and watch what he do. But anyway, y'all not going to get me worked up again because y'all be getting me turned, okay? Um, anyway, I said, you know, I really felt like that was a blow. It took me to my knees. Like imagine, you know, that quintessential gut punch when somebody gets punched in the gut and then they fall down to all fours and you just feel like you have no strength left. You, you know, you feel like you lost the fight. And what I realized as I was being introspective is that even though I really and truly did feel like that took me to my knees. Even the blows can feel like blessings when you surrender them to the Lord. When you surrender your fight to God, and I mean surrender, give it up, let it go. In my um, circumstance, I didn't really even have an option 
like God was the only thing that could pull me through. So it wasn't like I had an option to figure it out on my own. Maybe I had the option in someone else's eyes, but to me, it was like, God, you have to do something and you have to fix this because I don't know where it came from and I know it ain't mine to keep. So I'm giving this to you and I'm not doing anything else with it. And because of that surrendering and like just submission to him, letting him know that I am dependent on him, letting him know that, you know, I want to hear from him and I want to be in his will, even now in this situation, that has really shown me so much. Like people say, when you hit your rock bottom, you not only know who your like real people are that will be in your corner, who are not just there to celebrate you when you are winning in your winning season, but who are there to support you and lift you up when you are in that valley season. But also when you hit that rock bottom, ain't nowhere else to go but up. Okay, um, but it's really, really been true for me. It has not necessarily broken me down in a sense that I feel broken. Like it has bruised me, but it's like, you know how you hurt yourself, you get a bruise, then you you nurse that wound, you take care of it, and then you, you get the healing that comes from taking care of yourself. That's what I feel like this season has brought for me. And I hope that you feel encouraged in whatever you are experiencing, that you can allow God to transform those breakdowns really into breakthroughs. They can be blessings um, and they can be moments where you are able to be rebuilt. I don't really feel that comfortable in saying that I am rebuilding myself because of how truly dependent I am on the Lord to help guide me and help me understand literally every single step. But what I've told myself was just take one more step. When you feel confused, take one more step. Just continue to go. Um, If you follow me on Instagram not too long ago, actually not too long after I got some incredibly crazy news, um, I shared that what the Lord put in my spirit is to continue. And so I had been just experiencing After I got that news, just like a huge mental, emotional, and even spiritual fog. And in that time, God sent exactly who he needed to send to me. The people that are in my corner and on my prayer team and, you know, my writers, they said exactly what needed to be said for me to understand that God is still on the throne no matter what we go through. God is never going to send anything to harm us. And like they reminded me that we are faith giants. So yes, your head may be bowed, but there will be people or there should be people in your life that will continue to remind you of who God is and who you are in him. And so I have been just making sure to just take one step at a time, not to allow myself to be convinced to stop because clearly God's hand is on my life and clearly he has purposed me for his work. That has never been confusing to me, but like the what and the how and the, well, how are you going to use this Jesus that I don't have the answer to. And I don't need to have the answer to, because as I take my focus off of the end product, I'm able to focus on the process, the now. And I cannot tell you enough how 
my mind has literally been shifted. It sounds crazy. And this was what I was talking about to Jesus in my prayer recently, too. I was like, Lord, this is going to sound so bizarre and crazy. But allowing me because, you know, everything is not God sent, but it is God allowed. Like nothing is a surprise to the Lord. And so allowing me to experience such a devastating trial or situation actually has started to seem like a blessing because it has forced me to stop and reevaluate literally every single thing that I am allowing in my life. It has caused me to reevaluate relationships and friendships and just you know, without my doing, it really has shown me who I can nurture, who is there for me when I am not the strong hand, I mean, the strong friend, who is there for me like at all times. And I love that because now I know exactly who to love on, exactly who to pour into, exactly who to send flowers to. And I know these are my people, this is my tribe, and I can be very clear on when we going up, they going with me. You know, I'm not going to have anybody that will deter the mission or deter anything. And I love that because I pray for that like three years ago. And that might be encouraging to you. You are praying so desperately for something. Please don't give up because you feel like you don't see it yet because you might be down the road and just stop and realize like, oh, I prayed for this. So please take that nugget and take that encouragement. But you know, it has not only allowed me to reevaluate that, but excuse my voice, it's allowed me to reevaluate how I want my life to be structured. I'm talking about down to the specifics. I have to get specific about how I can operate in optimal health and wellness at work. It's reminding me how big God is. Like I had, I'm such a stickler about following rules and staying in like, you might be shocked by this, but staying in like comfort zones, especially when it comes to my job. If I got my 401k and I got tenure and I got like, you know, some leverage, girl, I will stay in a job until it tries to kill me. And I mean that literally. And God was like, nope, mm -mm, mm -mm. this is not the life I had planned for you. And you are getting too comfortable and settling for something that is good enough. And it's actually bad. We allow things that are quote unquote good enough to confuse us. Good enough is not the same as stability. Like, yes, stability is great. But if God is telling you to jump off the edge and you continue to back up because that mountaintop is stable, you are missing out on the vastness of his glory. And I'm probably just preaching to myself on that one because that is what I was guilty of doing way too long. And I had to reevaluate everything that I would not have done if I just continued in the status quo, if I just continued trying to struggle through and, and fight my way through the things that had expired in my life. So that's really all I really wanted to share with you today. I could go on and on can't understand why I last so long. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's the coffee. But really, I hope you got what I'm putting down. I hope you picked up what I'm putting down. Like even, and you know, the word says this, but it's crazy because when you experience those Psalms and those Job moments for yourself, that's when the word is activated in real time, in practical ways. But the word just tells us that like 
there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. And I am just experiencing that and grateful for it. And I think that I was in an um, equity meeting this morning and the closure, it was this beautiful poem that if I find it, I will definitely share it. But it says something like, um, when you operate in gratitude, even your burdens can turn into blessings. And that was just so beautiful. And it's so true because like, I've just been making sure that the way that I fight my battle is through prayer, through praise, through submission, through worship, and through gratitude. And the more you thank God, the more you have to be grateful for, like things that other people might be apologizing for when they see you experience it. You're like, no, 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 no. I actually have so much victory over the devil that I get to thank God for allowing him to fight me because now I know how to fight even harder. Now I know that I can fight my battle and help somebody else fight theirs. So that's where I'm at with it, y'all. And I know that there is somebody who needed to hear this. So baby, hear it, receive it, digest it, and then live it. You got this. I promise you, you got this. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.